In Kashrus, <coughs> person has to always be careful uh, that, uh, you know, when you give Ashgacha, when you're doing something, you have to always make sure that, you know, you have someone who's uh, looking over your shoulder and asking questions because it comes out, sometimes you can make a mistake, a silly mistake, a mistake that you shouldn't have made, but because it hardly ever happens, you don't, you don't remember, you don't think of it. A few years ago, I went into a supermarket and I picked up a box of bread, a bag of bread, and it said uh, a certain ashkacha with dairy on it. And uh, so that's a problem because the Shulchan Aruch says, the Gemara, the Talmud tells us that we don't bake dairy into our bread. Now what's wrong? We know you can't mix meat and milk. What is it? What's wrong with dairy and bread? It's just flour and water. So what's wrong? So the Gemara tells us the Chazal, the rabbis, uh, made a takana. They made a They made a, a fence around the laws of kashrut that we're afraid that bread is the staple of all meals. And we're afraid that because you know you switch it between dairy and meat, right? What you're gonna have as your as your protein, so to speak, and therefore people switch back and forth, and therefore the rabbis were afraid that people are gonna look bread at well, Probably it's parv. Probably it's parv. And you're going to go ahead and eat it with the... You're going to eat it um, with either meat or with milk. That depends upon... I mean, just like you're not allowed... Most people know the law that you can't make milk. Milkic bread. Most people don't realize. They never thought of it. You can't make fleshing bread either. Right? We had a bakery here in L.A. that they were making fleshing bread. They didn't realize. The problem was they were also making... It wasn't, on, it wasn't kosher either because they were using lard in the bread. But besides for that, it's, uh, it was fleshing. It's a good kashitaki. It's pig fleshing. It's not so pushy that it's fleshing, but okay. Uh, but in any case, um, in, in any case, um, uh, so you can't make, you're not allowed to have in your bread not meat, not milk, right? Unless, because what's the, what's the reason for the law? The reason for the law is because, right, the, remember, law, rabbinic law at times comes with a reason. The rabbis, the gezerah was that you're going to eat it with the opposite um, type of food. And therefore, there are some exceptions to the law. So one exception to the law is where it is obvious. Where it's open and obvious, uh, then there would be no prohibition. So let's start with the simplest. Is Let's say a person has um, a pizza, a bread, uh, with cheese on top of it already. Well, that's obviously called pizza. What we call pizza. And therefore, that's permitted, right? Even if it comes out baked, we take everything for granted. But why should it be permitted? The answer is, is because it's obvious when you look at this, this that, that pizza, that there's cheese on top of it. Therefore, if there's feta cheese on top of the bread, anything that, that stands out and makes it obvious that it's dairy, that would be permitted. <clears throat> a second, now, in a... A 
a derivative of this law is the question regarding the pizza dough itself. The question came up recently, not, not so recently, but came up the, that uh, we know that you can go to Ralph's and you can buy pizza dough ready-made. It's, a, it's already baked off. Right? They sell, Trader Joe's sells dough itself. That would be a problem. But, but um, they sell a flattened out pizza dough. Now, if you look at it, it says, dairy, right? Or OU dairy. Now, how are you allowed to sell such a thing? How are you allowed to have dairy in the bread? Because you're going to drop cheese on top. Uh, so there, so Rebelsky was of the opinion, Rebelsky of blessed memory, was of the opinion that in the United States of America, when you look at a round dough that's flat, that says pizza. That says, that's what it's screaming to you. Now, albeit happens to have been meat pizza. There are people that make meat pizza. My wife uses it in the catering. It became a big hit. It actually started by accident in the family. Right, so we had Shavuos one time. We made pizza dough for the shul. We had a we made a whole pizza party for dairy. We ran out of dough at the end of the day, and my kids did not get to have pizza that day. So we promised them tomorrow we would make pizza. Right, we make the dough by hand and make make pizza. The problem was the next day we made we we wanted to fulfill the thing, but I didn't want to have dairy twice in a row. So uh, what we did is the kids agreed that we would have the same dough except with meat on top of it. Right, so, you know, and from that actually became one of her hottest catering items. Totally by accident. Was not that, that's actually one of her hottest side selling items in catering is the meat pizza. But, uh, so, but nonetheless, the vast majority is meant for pizza. I mean, that's what you think of when you look at it. So therefore, Belsky held that it was permitted. Okay. The, there is another case where it's permitted. And that is where the, 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 the look, maybe it look a little bit like the pizza case, but the Shulchan says that if it's a shape that says dairy, now it could be a little bit like the pizza dough, it's the same reason, you're right, but the pizza dough. So it says like this is if you bake something, everybody knows that this is dairy, like the, like the pizza. So in America, I don't have anything other than really that pizza dough. But in Eretz Yisrael, uh, they have something interesting. They have parv breakers and they have dairy breakers. So there's a big issue. How do you have parv and dairy things that are identical, right? So there was a discomfort with the whole idea. So what they did is, is that they made up that if it's triangle, I don't know which is which, I'm sorry, but I know, I know that's how they do it. I don't know which is which. But if it's one shape, it's dairy. And if it's the other shape, it's parv. And that's how they, that's how they do it in Eretz Yisrael. So too that applies to bread. If there is a bread that everybody says is a dairy bread with a certain shape, and that shape, so Rebelsky used that also, not Rebelsky, I'm saying, said that that also has a little bit like um, the shape is for the English muffins. So if you look at the English muffins, the Thomas English muffins, they say on it, O-U-D. How could you have a dairy bread? So it has a very, very little dairy in it anyway. But besides that, Rebelsky, Rav Schechter said that an English muffin in the United States, right, English muffin is a unique shape, it's a unique item, and it's meant to be eaten uh, with butter. Now, ironically, <laughs> the truth is a little bit funny because if you look at the cover of the English muffin, there are two pictures on the cover. The front cover, Taka, has the English muffin with butter, and on the back cover, 
it has the English muffin with a burger. Uh, but, but nonetheless, uh, Yidin uh, Jews don't eat that. Uh, I, I, I myself never ate, even it would be parv. Okay, Jews, uh, you know, I guess we only look at the front cover, I don't know. But in any case, uh, that is that. There is a third, there is a third case, and this is the one that's most relevant to you and I. And that is that if it's small dough that's meant to be eaten immediately. It's a small dough that you made for personal use that's meant to be eaten immediately. So that is the, the third case that would be permitted. Um, and therefore that is permitted, whether it's fleshig or whether it's melchig, right? You could mix milk into it or you can mix meat into your dough. It's a small dough. You're baking it off and you're eating it right at that immediate meal, right? Meaning you're using it immediately. So therefore there's, no, there's nothing left. If there's anything left, like the man, it's got to be burnt, right? Uh, it's got to be destroyed, whatever. Like Pesach, I mean. right? You have to destroy it. You're not allowed to use it beyond that one meal um, leeway. Um, but one would be permitted uh, to make a small dough and uh, use it that way. Now, this law is a very, very interesting law. Okay. This law is a very interesting law. It's, not a, it's a law of, of existence, not a law of violation. Okay, by that I mean as follows. Let's say you go ho- come home and uh, the person that you come home, someone's making the dough. They had never heard this law before. Many times people have never heard the law before. It was an accident. It was an accident. Or a better case, they knew the law, right? They went to the refrigerator, they took out um, parv milk, uh, almond milk, let's say, and they put the almond milk into it, right? And they made a whole beautiful dough, 10 doughs are going to have Gvaldi. Someone comes home, oh, you know, the container for the milk broke, and I put it into the almond milk. <laughs> so the person who made the dough had no violation, there's no avera. Yeah, the person didn't do a favor, right? He made the dough. It's a gazette, it's a gazera de rabbanan. It's a rabbinic, but he didn't do anything wrong, or she didn't do anything wrong, because you can only violate if you know it. She didn't know it, right? The answer is it doesn't matter. It's still forbidden to be used, because it, it's it's the reality, not the action. So therefore, even if it was done by accident, another case. Let's say a guy makes it. Guy can't have an avera. It doesn't exist, right? Let's say a guy makes the dough. Let's say you have a bakery on the corner. Everything in the bakery is... A, this is the number one problem we have in California with giving kashras to non-kosher bakeries is the milk problem. Uh, the guy doesn't have a... He doesn't have a forbidden... It can't, it can't be us for, uh, forbidden for a guy to make milk and bread. It doesn't mean anything. The answer is, is that, that... But it's still forbidden for us to give ashkacha and it's forbidden for you to eat it even after. Let's say you know... 100% kosher. There's no, not everything in the ingredients is water, flour, and kosher butter. 100%. No question about it. You can't eat the bread. The guy didn't do an avera, but you can't eat the bread, meaning the existence of the bread um, that was baked, um, the, the leniency of one dough is only for yourself, a personal, not, not where you're buying one dough with a baker. That doesn't work. Uh, and therefore, just an interesting law. Now, there is one interesting question that came up um, uh, and that is that if you go to Ralph's right now, you're going to see this in OU dairy bread. Regular bread, it looks like bread, it quacks like bread. Um, and it's OUD and has milk in the ingredients. So I was on the phone with the OU. Right? I told the person, I, I sent to the person, that actually is the rabbi in the, in, the, in, the, in the bakery. So he told me very interestingly that uh, the OU, so if you look at the bread, it's gluten-free bread. It's, gluten, it's gluten-free. 
It has no flour. Gluten-free bread. It has no flour. It's made with potatoes, I think, potato powder. So the OU said that, uh, they, that you don't take the gezerah of bread and extend it to gluten-free bread. Gluten-free bread is not bread in Jewish law. You can call it whatever you want. It's not bread in Jewish law. And therefore, it would not extend. I thought it was a rather fascinating uh, thing because it would seem to me, no, no, it's a shackle. It's a shackle. It's the best bread if you're an anti-washer. You know what I mean? God forbid, you know, Jews, they can't wash. Right? No, no washing, no benching. Right, that's like heaven, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, okay, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's the same thing, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, so, but again, uh, so that, that was interesting uh, because, again, the, you, you, whatever principle the rabbi set down, it's limited to that principle. The fact that you came up with a new thing that's not called bread, uh, that you're calling bread, it doesn't mean anything. And therefore, that's why you will see it on the gluten-free uh, bread, an OUD. But otherwise, other than that, you really will not find any dairy bread. Uh, and that's the reasoning behind this halacha. Like